On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. It don't matter how hot the girls are, if your music is lame. We can help with that, though. The Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association presents Panda Off the Charts. Brand new tracks for the strip club industry to make your set sound fresher, more energized, and to keep things bumping. Here are your hosts, Danny Myers, Elon Fong, and Bob Chia Party. Hey, hey, welcome. It is Panda Off the Charts time on What's Hot in the Strip Club's podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. Danny Myers, Alon Fong, Bob Chiaparty. This is our monthly show called Panda Off the Charts, where one, we pick some new music to bring to you and get your opinion of it. And also, Bob Chiaparty brings us an outstanding guest. Today, we're going to meet a guy named Chris Bad News Barnes. For the people in the blues industry, you're already going to know this guy. But, man, he's a comedian, a television writer, an on-screen actor, a bar owner, a martial arts instructor, and a blues singer and songwriter. And he's got uh, he's got some great stuff. He's out of Nashville right now. So uh, we're going to meet him in probably about three songs. So uh, hang tight for that. But right now, gentlemen, how are you? Good, man. Blues fans. This there is the go. show for you. I am a big fan of the blues, Danny. Love, love, love the blues. Uh, this is going to be a fun show. I'm excited for this. Plus, we got nine tracks that the three of us picked to show off to the world that we think you should be playing in your strip clubs that might set your party off. We'll find out. We'll give you some thumbs ups and thumbs downs. Yeah, and Bob Chiaparty is from stripjointsmusic.com, and if you're not already signed up for that, uh, you can be, as long as you're in the strip club industry, DJs, uh, managers, entertainers, you can sign up there. Not going to cost you a thing, not going to ask for a credit card, nothing like that. Just sign up, and uh, he's got some great music there. Stripjointsmusic.com. Dot com. <laughs> Alon Fong, we're changing the order up. I want you to go first All right. today. All right. Well, we're going to hit our peak early talking about the pleasure peak this is pleasure peak a great house track from eliza rose and the martinez brothers why does it not surprise me that alan brought us a song first called pleasure peak okay is this an orgasm song let's find out if you like the fire Now I see why it is called Pleasure Peak. I like that. That that's cool. That's cool. That's an easy one to add. Bob, what'd you think? I thought it was a fun song. Again, you know, um, I'm not big on the re- repetition. But she's got a great voice and uh, great beat. Yeah, uh, yeah. And what man doesn't like it when a woman says she wants you to be deep inside of her? I mean, I know exactly. You know, you <laughs> can say that on repeat all night long. We're good with it. Exactly, right? (laughs) Unless you can't get deep in. Never mind. We won't even go there. That's for a whole other podcast. Yeah. That wouldn't even come to my mind. Danny, are you admitting to something now? (laughs) I I heard a story once. My my buddy Andy Gould's got a great joke. He always pulls up. He's a master of of, uh, old jokes. He said, yeah, his girlfriend wanted him him to... uh, Want him to give him nine inches and and uh, make it hurt, and he said. So I fucked her three times and smacked her in the face. There you go. <laughs> That's good. But um, but Classic. But um, boom, boom. Hey, got another joke for you. Guy's oh. wife said, "Man, I'm out car shopping. I want something and go from zero to one eighty in three point five seconds." So he got her a bathroom scale. But um, boom, boom. <laughs> oh, wow. Bob Chia Party, we're not really a comedy show, I promise. We'll leave the comedy no, to the comedians. Not. Bob, uh, it was funnier when the comedian told that. Uh, Bob, go ahead and pick a song. Um, well, I've got one from Emily Wolf. Um, she's a newer artist. Uh, she would call it this one. I just, this is not a strip joints music song. This was, uh, as I every week, I think I told you guys, I, I go through the, all the new music um, playlists on Spotify. And I come across songs I like. I uh, put them in the the strip club category, and uh, sometimes I'll chase chase them down. Sometimes I just for my own edification. Um, this what? song 
by Emily Wolf, Walk in My Shoes. I think it's a great strip club song, but I'll let you guys tell me what you think. Yeah, that was on the uh, New Music Friday Spotify playlist. I listened to that as well, and I was kind of checking that out and listened to it. And then you sent me your picks for today, so I said, "Well, I guess I got to go with something else." So, uh, yeah, I would have, uh, I would have very strongly considered putting that on the show today. So that worked for me, Alon. Yeah, smooth track. Uh, I, I have to test it out with the crowds to uh, see what time of night it works best. Good. Now, it remi- the chorus reminds me of a song. I can't place it. I have to re-listen to that again, see what I can come up with. But we are one short song away from bringing on Chris Bad News Barnes for the interview, our blues expert. Yeah. Bad man. It's going to be great. Uh, But we're one song away. I'm going to go ahead and pick one here. Um, Daughtry. Okay, so let me tell you about Daughtry. Daughtry, I was a big fan of Daughtry back when um, he was on American Idol, back when Simon Cowell was the original Simon Cowell. He used to, like, boo people off the stage and stuff. But um, I loved Daughtry back then, and then he started releasing music, and he got really, in my opinion, just too adult contemporary. Um, That's my nice way of saying he got boring. Um, (laughs) And um, recently, of course, you know, he did that Separate Ways cover uh, recently. And so it seems like he's getting back to the hard rock that he was bringing us back in his American Idol days. So I'm glad he did this. This is Daughtry's new one called Artificial. good but you know legally i got a fade out of it so here we go alan your thoughts yeah i've always dug his voice i'm glad he's definitely going back to more of a rock thing uh i'd have to listen to the track a little bit more it's a little down tempo but i dig the track so it just starts to rock right when i got to that 30 second point and spotify makes you pull it gotcha but no i I dig the track though for sure bob chia party i heard this i heard the song on friday i really dug it um it's one that i put on my list and uh i may actually reach out to the to label and see if they want to get it on strip joints because i think yeah, you're right yeah. it's, it's definitely gonna... strip club worthy how cool For would sure. it be to get chris daughtry on the show though man oh that'd be awesome that would be awesome man that's like you know i mean like alan's ultimate guest is nuno one of my ultimate guests would be chris daughtry because i was a huge right. fan watching watching him on idol and um, the man, I, I can remember it well. I remember it well. Uh, but you know what? Enough of us. What do you say um, we get ready to bring our first guest on? Actually, our only guest on that we've got. We've got Chris Bad News Barnes coming on, and he will be here right after this. Hey, everybody. This is comedian Craig Gass. You might want to Google that. And you're listening to the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store 
or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. We are back once again, Panda, off the charts of what's hot in the Strip Club's podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm Danny Myers. We've got Alon Fong. We've got Bob Chiaparty. This is the time where Bob brings us another absolutely amazing guest. I got a guy. You're going to love this guy. You ready? He is not only a comedian, a television writer, an on-screen actor, a bar owner, a martial arts instructor, and now a blues singer and songwriter in Nashville, Tennessee. Let me introduce you to Chris Barnes, a.k.a. Chris Bad News Barnes. How are you? Very good, uh, Bob, Danny, Elon. Nice to meet you all and uh, hang out with you. Uh, I'm doing great here in Nashville. Good. Um, the first part, the Chris Bad News Barnes. Okay, let's get this out of the way because um, a lot of people want to know. Chris Barnes was the actor that played uh, Tanner in Bad News Bears, and you are an actor. So are you the actor that played in Bad News Bears? I am not. Okay. Uh -huh. I am not the actor. I get it all the time. I actually know him. <laughs> oh. I actually know, actually know his wife, who is actually a karate instructor. She owns Karate Kids in L.A., we went out on a date once, as a matter of fact. They stayed divorced. <laughs> we went out on a date once, and she was sitting across from me in the booth. She goes, I can't do this. I go, what? She goes, it's just the name. I can't do it. And uh, <laughs> I swear to God. So we ended up becoming very good friends. And uh, we used to go on the same auditions all the time. It was horrible. 
horrible. <laughs> <laughs> he was from. He was in um, another movie, uh, The Brady Bunch. Oh okay. wow! And um, the actress was uh, from Cheers. What was her name? Um, Shelley Long. What was that? Was it Shelley Long? Shelley Long. Okay. And Shelley Long though was a Second City actor, and I'm a Second City alumni as well. Oh wow! So my my agent called me and said. Shelly Long requested you personally for this audition. I said, let's get this straight. Make damn sure it's not the other Chris Barnes. I already did that. It's not him. It's you. She wants you. Second City. I go. I walk in. She's walking down the hall. Chris, how are you? I said, great. How are you, Shelly? Great, great, great. Okay, we'll be with you in a minute. She goes in the door, and I can hear through the door, that's the wrong Chris Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. That's funny. The guy comes uh, out, goes one guy comes out who was another Second City guy, and he goes, "Did you hear that?" I go, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> I still get paid. Right? Should have let you audition. You made all the effort to get there. He did. He did. He said, "You're coming okay. in." And I don't care what you good. do. Good. 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 So, so man, hey, you are a true rock on tour. You have uh, very many interests and in, in credits. So first, being a martial artist myself, I have to ask you, what style of martial arts do you teach? I teach Shorinru, Okinawan, the original style, yeah. Matsubayashi Shorinru. I'm a, uh, I, have a, I have to teach a Zoom class today at 4.30. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm a seventh degree black belt, and I've been training since uh, uh, 82. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, when I got started, I'm, I started in Okinawan Kempo as well, so way oh, back right then. Yes. Uh, so, man, you, you, you act, you write, you're a comedian, you're a musician. Uh, your music by critics has been compared, your blues style has been compared to uh, the Blues Brothers, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. Um, your first track was chicks dig me you've been on 30 rock Kirby enthusiasm seinfeld i mean so i gotta ask what came first not the chicken or the egg acting or music what was your first passion um i comedy i, I think comedy you know um no that's not true actually i started i started uh drum classes i took i took drum lessons when i was you know i was in uh fourth fifth grade <laughs> so i was actually a, a drummer to begin with uh, I just couldn't, I, I couldn't grasp it. I really couldn't, you know, one and a two and a three and a four. But and once I started getting into note reading, there's something with my right brain and my left brain. It wasn't working. Um, and so the comedy uh, came in, you know, that came in like high school. I was just, you know, and my sister lived in New York City. And I'd go down to Catch a Rising Star and I saw right. Richard Belzer and all those cats. And I go, no, this is it. This is, this <laughs> is it. You know, I just loved it. Because in the 70s, those guys were the rock stars, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, for sure. Catch a rising star, and the Stones were coming in to watch Belzer and Robin Williams go at it. You wow. know, yeah, it was great. Wow. Great time. That's awesome. No, I mean, I started off as an actor, then I did a little stand-up stuff, and then the rock and roll bug hit me. I got on stage in front of a live rock crowd, and that changed my life. I'm like, nope, that that's it. So, wh at what point did the music really start kicking in for you, though? Is it now later that you had the opportunity, or, or well, what? It, it merged right at the same time. I was, I was. I was the opening comedian at Tramps in New York City sure. in the 70s. And so I was opening for, you know, Coco Taylor, Blind John Davis, Blind awesome. John Perkins. So wow. I would do my bit, and then I'd say, you know, ladies and gentlemen, would you please now welcome to the stage? And I had harmonica. My last bit was an improvisation. I'd take a woman's first name and a household object, and I would do like a 12-bar <laughs> blues, you know, her name was Jenny, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. She, I love her penny, da-da-da-da-da. So... And then oh, I was out one time with with um, it was Big Eyes Willie Smith. He was playing harmonica with Pine Top Perkins, and we you know went outside to get high. You know the, these guys in the alley, and they were like, "You know that's called hokum blues." What you do? I go, "What?" They go, "Yeah." W. C. Handy used to say we used to hook them with the hokum. He goes, "That's a genre of blues." And that is go, cool. Wow, that's cool. So I have so hokum allows me to do comedy and and music like this. So I'm writing, my songs are really, you know, Jerry Seinfeld has a great book. And he he even says in interviews, a great joke is like a, is like a great song, you know. And then and at Second City, we learned about chansons and all the, you know, you know, the, the, the musical comedy aspect of it. So it really came together really cool. And because I played harmonica, it was really a, an easy transition. And I just love the blues, you know. When I saw those cats play, it was like, oh, wow, you know, this is a great genre you know yeah for sure that is awesome so you got to, to open some legends and blues rock everything co comedy what made you now start releasing singles and album or have you been doing that for a while well what happened was is 
you know, I opened the bar in New York City, uh, Flaming Saddles on the on, in Hell's Kitchen, and I told my partner Jackie, I said, "Listen, dear, I'm, if, if I don't do something creative, I'm going to poke my my eyes out with you know with a fork." And uh, so I started doing just a combo, a duo thing with with a guy. I was playing harp, he was playing piano, and then like some really cool musicians started coming, and they're going, "Dude, this is really good." Bet Sussman, who played with keyboards with uh, Cindy Lauper and um, uh, um, uh, Tim Carroll, she, she, Jim Carroll, she she came in and said, "Dude, you really got something here. Let, let's put a band around you." So I did that, and then I did an album. Um, of of kind of more parody-esque and mm -hmm. that was cool and then i was talking to will lee the from from letterman's band and i said i want to do a hokum blues album now and he said let me produce it please let me produce it so he brought in jimmy vivino he brought in sean pelton on drums we kept bet on keyboards yeah. and um and we did you know 1929 1930 you know um um georgia tom tampa red big bill bruni brunzi classic hokum songs and it and it hit and bluesville picked up on it xm serious and mm -hmm. like that was it then the phone started ringing i did the legendary wow. blues cruise so then i recorded that the live album and again it was all covers so then it came time like okay now you got to do originals and it was like great so then i just started writing the way i wanted to write but right. i don't i don't read music and i so i can't write music so Tom Hambridge, who produces all of Buddy Guy's albums, and he's Buddy mm. Guy's drummer currently. Wow. He's the guy. You know, like, he's the guy. He produces Kingfish. Uh, he produces just about everybody. So I met, I was introduced to him, and he said, come to Nashville. You know, I write, uh, so Chris Barnes, I write the lyrics. Tom puts the music behind it, and it's all the Nashville numbers, you know, these cats. I go into soundstage recording studio. It's insane. Mm, and wow. we bring out 10 songs from eight o'clock in the morning till till 10 o'clock at night. And then I do two days of, of vocals with just him, you know. So that seems to be a really, you know, and those albums have all been nominated for Best Independent Blues, you know, BMA Awards. So this formula seems to really work for me, you know. Where I don't have to worry about that. He knows the style I like. You know, I'll say this song is kind of, you know, 12-bar blues. This one's a shuffle. You know, this is Dead Man Walkings meets, you know, Apocalypse Now. And he gets that. <laughs> yeah, oh, I get he, lays it, the, he lays the bed down for you. No, I yeah. get it, man. That's awesome. Danny, go ahead. Yeah, um, you got a song called Bad News Travels Fast. And we're going to get to that in just a second. That's why I wanted to set that up and let everybody know we're getting ready to play one of your songs. But I have to ask you first... You've got a little history with strip clubs, and a lot of our audience are strip clubs people. We've got DJs, we've got entertainers, we've got owners, managers, uh, customers, a lot of people that go to strip clubs. So you've got a little history with strip clubs. I moved to I moved to uh, Santa Monica uh, with the Second City, actually. We opened up a Second City in, in Santa Monica. Okay. And as soon as I got there, I had an apartment, and my neighbor was the DJ at <laughs> Girls, 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 and... <laughs> You know, I wasn't, I don't drink anymore, but at that time I was a, I loved afternoon drinking. And then <laughs> the only place you can go is to a strip club to drink in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And girls, 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 it was like Kiefer Sutherland. It was slapped. <laughs> it was all these cats hanging out. You know what I mean? Like there was a real bar with real booze. Yeah. Remember Kiefer Sutherland was dating the stripper. There, there was a big thing. It, it was a really yeah. big thing in the, on the, uh, on the, uh, in, in pop culture. And um, so that was, that was going on. And then there was a movie. Remember the movie Heidi Fleiss? It was a documentary about. Yeah, Heidi yeah, of Fleiss. course. Great movie. <laughs> Great movie. I was Jim Belushi's writer at Saturday Night Live. So I called Jim. Okay. I, I said, you have to see this movie. It's insane. So he saw it and he went nuts. And I said, I'm going to write a, we're going to write a parody. So it was called, can I curse here? Not curse. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Hell yeah. Uh, it, called, it was called Tits and Ass, A Love Story. And it was really <laughs> a parody of that. So I would go to Girls, Girls, Girls in the afternoon and sit there. And I wrote the whole movie in, in that play. Wow. Now, here, here's, here's an interesting thing. So um, so I got to know all the girls, all the owners, all the DJs. And um, I was auditioning. I had an audition for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Jeff Garland, yeah. who's on the show, is a really good friend of mine. We were in Second City together. So he goes, come on up. I got this role, blah, blah, blah. So I audition. Goes great. You're hired. Meet me at this place. It's a, uh, it was called, the episode's called Chet's Shirt is when he was opening the restaurant. So the premise is 
Larry is going to pretend he doesn't know you, you know, but he does know you, but he doesn't want to say it because Dr. Bloor, who was a dentist, called him and said, let's get together. And he said, you're going to be out of town. And I ran into him when he was should have been out of town. Mm. So I keep saying, where do I know you from? So here was here was the bit. I go, hey, don't I know you? And he goes, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I go, I, I know you from somewhere. Where is it? And uh, I go, the spin class in Santa Monica on the promenade. He goes, no, nah, I don't do spin class. <laughs> I, go, I go, you're a friend of Bill's, right? Bill W, AA. He goes, no, no, I'm not going to go. I got it. Girls, 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 chicken strips and a lap dance, 20 bucks on Pico Boulevard. That's where I know you're from. <laughs> he, he lost it. And Jeff Rollins, and that's the first time he ever broke character on that line. My man. That, so, there, so there's my whole world of and then actually then i used to go to the cheetah in in, in la remember the cheetah sure. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's where i saw the the first really high strip holes you know okay. these other clubs it was only like you know the eight foot right strip hole. and that's when i saw girls <clears throat> dropping from the top straight down oh yeah, oh, yeah. the athleticism so when yeah. i opened up flaming saddles west hollywood i have the 22 foot is the highest strip hole you can make okay and i had one <laughs> and I have all these professionals, you know, uh, yeah. competitive pole dancers. Oh, yeah. And it was like, certain, I had a rope. I had them swinging from the rope onto the <laughs> Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. And it's and people don't really don't understand the athleticism no. and, and the artistry that goes into pole dancing. And I had guys, the, I had these Russian parkour guys that were amazing <laughs> on it. On the pole, and yeah, for sure. A, one of the girls and one of the Russian guys, uh, they, be, they were a couple and they – to this day, uh, uh, enter you know in Vegas these tournaments and and, and sure. are world class winners. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Mm, that's amazing. I love it. Yeah. yeah, you definitely definitely are a fan of the strip clubs. Our ladies who listen will be happy to hear that. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Chris, just so and like, the athleticism. People, you gotta you gotta see this because it, it, it's on a higher. It's a it athletically and 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 artistically, it's on such a high level that it really should be almost a, uh, an Olympic event. I mean, it's let's crazy. do it. In fact, Danny, that's the perfect segue yes. because Uh-oh. I am, wow. I am a co-host for the stripper Olympics. They're September 20th in Lafayette, <laughs> Louisiana at Michael's men's club. Um, entertainment. From, yeah. Come on out there, man. I'm going to be co MC. We've got autumn nights is the main MC who won it the previous year. I mean, it's very wow. Cirque Soleil oriented. So if you happen to be around, uh, it's actually in Broussard, Louisiana, just outside of Lafayette. Uh, Michael's yep. Men's Club, September 20th. little plug to uh, Jeremy Swaggart and, and the whole crew down there at Michael's. I can't wait to go down there. Yeah, I'll head out there for sure. Good. <laughs> Good. And we'll get your song played too. And now let's talk about your song because Bob sent me this song and I, I listened to it. I said, man, it's a cool little blues song. And you know, I think I've been DJing for quite a while, and and there really hasn't been any any blues in the strip clubs in a while in, on the charts or anything. Uh, we had uh, a few, but I said maybe this is going to be the next one to climb the charts a little bit. So uh, we're going to go ahead and play this. We're going to only play about thirty seconds of it. It's called "Bad News Travels Fast." We'll talk about the song. We'll talk about you in a little bit. Uh, but right now, let me play thirty seconds of "Bad News Travels Fast." <laughs> I'm picturing a girl on a pole swinging around, maybe uh, doing some Lyra fire performances, all kinds of cool things. That, that's I a see good Olympic song. gold. What's that? <laughs> you know, that's right. on that one, I think that's and, and the harmonica player on that is Jimmy Hall. Remember Jimmy Hall from Wet Willie? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he played played on that. Um, and Walter Trout played guitar on one of the other songs on the album, and uh, Sugar Ray Rayford. Yeah, that, it's a. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Thank you for playing it. I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Yeah, and man, I, I think... also, before we started the show, I was on uh, on the internet looking, and you've got a video. I don't know if it's actual music video, but you've got a video where you recorded that 
in Nashville, uh, and that's like a nine, is that a nine-piece band? I was trying to count because they were all spread out. That's a huge band. Yes. Yeah, I like the horns, you know, especially for comedy. You know, it's, it's such a, 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 a it, it, for some reason, it adds kind of a humorous tone to it. You know, Blues Brothers, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, Writer. Yeah, you know, and I love that. You know, I love that, and it's it's energy. I have to keep it fast. Like even you know, even though it's even though it's music, it still has the comedic laws. You have to talk loud and fast and keep it going. Mm -hmm. You yeah. can't let them see the card trick. That's what you know. That, that, Amen. That's the, uh, Amen. Motto. It's uh, I'm I'm one of the you know I'm one of your your standard typical balding, slightly overweight white harmonica <laughs> players. I'm in the I'm in the Ackroyd, uh, you know the. Um, Bruce Willis, you know, genre of of uh, white blues harp players. You know, there's always room for us. That's the only thing they'll let us play, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, Alon, I'm going to go to you for uh, your thoughts on that song. Yeah, man, great song. So I think the last blues stuff we had on uh, was probably Gary Clark Jr. Yes. Uh, his cover of it. Come Together. Yeah, I love Gary. Uh, and uh, Bright Lights, Big City, I always played. Johnny Lang. But nothing, yeah, not a lot of uh, our friend um, Eric Tesmer out of Austin, Texas, who we met down at the Pandemonium in, in Austin. He's a great blues guitarist as well. But yeah, that, that's a fun track. Um, it's a fun party blues type track, like you said. It's got the, the organ in it and uh, a great little shuffle going on. So yeah, I dig that track a lot, man. That's good. So I'm a Personally, I'm a huge blues fan, so I listen to a lot of blues. So I definitely will be looking into your music a little bit deeper now. Great. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, and again, that's basically Buddy Guy's recording uh, a band for all his, you know, seven Grammys, you know, th these guys are phenomenal. You know, they're just yeah. beast. Yeah. Authentic, man. That's authentic shit right there. Yeah, 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 it is. So you're in Nashville. Bob Party, who we've kept silent again. We don't mean to do that. We just kind of get okay. him. It's okay. It's all right. But we want to go up because, Bob, you're the one that, that found him and got him on our show here today. Um, tell, tell us, Bob, a little bit about how you met him. A mutual friend of ours, <laughs> April Barton who uh, when I was living in New York was uh, was my stylist. She was always just cut my hair and, <laughs> and, and, uh, and she's a she's a force of nature. She's an amazing lady. And uh, she came into town and uh, what do you call it? Uh, invited me to dinner and I got to meet Chris. Then we we after dinner, we're, we're on the street and April looks at us both. Goes, you both need a haircut. So she whips out her scissors and gives us <laughs> gives us a haircut on the street. Wow. Yeah, in Nashville. In yeah. Nashville, that's awesome. Bench yeah. outside, on a bench outside Bar Taco in Five Points, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody got video of that, right? right. Yeah, yeah, we did. Actually, we did. Uh, we got to put that up. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty intense. People were, like look, walking by, going, "Okay, there you go." Only in Nashville, I guess. Yeah, only in Nashville. <laughs> well, April Barton is like the hair hair cutter to the stars. She worked out of the Chelsea in New York City for mm -hmm. years. Oh, wow. Chelsea Hotel. It was unbelievable. Yeah. You'd walk in there, and Legendary. it was like. It's a who's who, you know. I mean, it was like legendary. Yeah, it's legendary. As a matter of fact, she was in town cutting Kenny Wayne Shepherd's hair, and hey, hey. his his uh, his ranch in Nashville, and cut his whole family's hair. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's how high level she is. Yeah. that's awesome. And that's and uh, Kristen Forbes, uh, uh, Kenny's Kenny's tour manager, mm -hmm. um, uh, Kristen Forbes uh, is. Her sister Patty is very, very good friends uh, with April, so she was mm. at the dinner as well. Uh, and uh, okay, person, great, great, great group, and a, you know, I mean, there's a great blues guitarist. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bob, have so you got I, got, a chance? I got to see Chris's band a couple yep. weeks ago. We he, he played in uh, Nashville. It was a really fun show. Tell them some of the some of the artists you had guesting on, on stage with you. Well, this is what's great about the blues community, because in Memphis, we have the Blues Foundation. So I'm a sure. board member of that. And we do the International Blues Challenge uh, every year, which is bands from all over the country that compete. And it's like an NCAA Final Four, then a big, <laughs> a big ending at the Orpheum Theater. They get a record deal, blah, 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 blah. And then we also have the Blues Music Awards. So we have a really tight community and everybody knows everybody. So I was at Third and Lindsley playing, and in town was the Blood Brothers, which was supposed to be Gary, uh, which was supposed to be Mike Zito and Albert Castilla, two of the best guitar players. Gary Hoey did Hocus Pocus. Remember Hocus Pocus? Mm, yeah, of course. Hit. And, uh, <laughs> right? 
right? So Mike Zito couldn't make it. His, you know, his his wife passed away. So Gary jumped in for for him, and they're playing City Winery. And they came in a night early, so they came to the show. They both got up and played. Uh, Pam Tillis was in the audience. I'm going to do a wow. show with her right now. Uh, she she loved the show so much, and um, you know. Um, you know, I have, again, Jimmy Hall's here and stuff like that. So we have people like that showing up at the show. And it's just amazing that, you know, the quality and the level of musicianship in Nashville. Oh, my and, God, yes. And and what's really great is that what's, you know, if you're going to be an actor, you go to L.A., you're going to mm-hmm. be a, a stage actor, musical theater, you go to New York City. Nashville is for songwriters. So yeah. for the first time as as a comedian, and as a musician, my work is being respected. Yeah. It's being it's being uh, appreciated and being supported. And yeah. at at this point in my life, my mind is blown because this is yeah. everything you ever want. And what I was trying to get, you know, with all that success, I never had that experience till now, wow. which is crazy. Hmm, you know, that's powerful. Because I don't know, you know, I'm, I, I, I treat everything like I'm going to exhaust every avenue. And and when it when there's nowhere else to go, then it's over. And that's been my theory with this. But each week something new develops. Each week something more happens. I'm doing the blues bender in Vegas the first week of September with Keb Moe, you know, Beth Hart. Wow. You know, wow. I'm I'm emceeing and I'm doing two sets with my band. So I'm mean, like, this is, you know, Seven. The, the road is still full with opportunity, which is great. And Bob has been you know, a real asset in my life. And I really, I really appreciate his wisdom and stuff on music. And I, I, uh, uh, we, we went out to have dinner and and then we went to see some music here in Nashville. And, um, and that's what I want to be around. I want to be around people who are, who understand what a song is and understand how to, how to appreciate that and hone that and, and, and deliver that on its best plate because here it's cherished. And it's, I, I play in New York, I play in LA and it's, it's not, recognize as much as it is here the song you know just the, the awesome. art of the song you know so it's powerful yeah for sure for sure yeah we got to go to uh rock and pod uh, last march in nashville which was a um you know basically a whole bunch of rock artists and a whole bunch of uh, podcasters and they put us all together and that exact story that you just told man that that's the same story that all the musicians we had a lot of musicians on our our podcast, the same story, man. Everybody said, man, if you want to make it, you got to move to Nashville. You can't just commute. You can't just get on Zoom calls. If you want to make it, you need to move to Nashville. And I mean, we only got to spend, what, two nights there. But I'm telling yeah, you, man, it was, it, I definitely want to go back to that city. It's an amazing city. And the talent. Even at, at our age. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna yeah. say, even like the the cover bands in this little little pubs we would go to were amazingly talented. The, the talent everywhere was ridiculous. Well, that's that's amazing. Also, the genres you would think it's just country western. I've seen glam rock, punk rock. Yeah. I've seen. I, I was I, I having lunch yesterday. Molly Tuttle walks in and it's like, <laughs> like like these. You know, it's unbel- It's 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 mind blowing. And yeah. uh, and again, you know, this is everything you've ever worked for because there's a. Everything changes when you see somebody mouthing the word, the lyrics to your song, and you're on yeah. stage. Wow, that's that's a whole that's a whole nother level, you know. And it's not like I can I can I can you know Bruce Springsteen it and hold the mic out at the whole crowd, you know. <laughs> but I see one or two people, you know. I have a song, Joni Mitchell. I slow dance with Joni Mitchell, and that thing really got some ground. And yes. um, and 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 that's what's great about this genre too. You know, the song It Hurts Me Too, which was written by Tampa Red. You, they have the two sides of the coin with the hokum. You have the comedic, but you also have the tears of the clown stuff. So sure. you can get a little bit more dramatic and that's accepted as well. You know, so, um, you know, I, I'm I'm just blown away that people uh, appreciate it. There's clubs here that that's all they do is have the songwriters who look like truck drivers or or the guys stocking the shelves at, at the at the grocery store, they're the ones who wrote Garth Brooks's biggest hit. They're the ones who wrote, right. you know, and they're sitting there on the guitar doing it, and the place is packed. The listening room, it's as big as the city winery. And yeah. here's the really great thing. The show starts at 6. You can be home at bed at 9 o'clock watching CSI. Where are you going? <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, I know there's a lot of people that want to follow you and listen to more. I want to remind all of you, because uh, we've been on here since I haven't mentioned your name in a little bit, Chris Bad News Barnes. 
or Chris Barnes. He's got the uh, Bad News Travels Fast. So um, you and I talked before we started recording a little bit about a tour schedule that you've got going on. Where can people find your tour schedule and uh, your social media and find out more about you? I'm chrisbarnesnyc.com, and uh, that will take you to the web the, the website uh, that has all the information on it. Uh, I'm, I'm shopping this. This record's so good. I'm, I'm shopping it um, to a, to a, I'm hoping to find a bigger label and a bigger distribution uh, type thing because it's, it's so good. I want it. I'm not rushing it. That's the mistake we all make. We make these records, we put them out and there's, and, and then you go, it's gone, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't want to do that with this. So I'm really taking my time and I want to put that out. And then, um, you know, I'm doing the, I'm doing the bender and, uh, and, and in Vegas at the Westgate uh, Hotel. That's a great week of, of, of live shows. And then um, I have, I'm going to be in residency at Third and Lindsley where Bob came and saw me. And uh, that's a big deal. And I'm, I've got a lineup of, of special guests that are going to be playing with me. Uh, Pam Tillis, Gretchen Wilson, um, that kind of a, that kind of a thing. It's bringing in some other, some other blues artists and stuff like that. So that's the goal right now. And uh, you can find me on chrisbarnesnyc.com. Yes. Good. I can't wait. Um, if you ever get to Cincinnati, I know you said there's a possibility of that. Um, you know, whatever I'm doing, I'm canceling to make it to your place so I can see that. I can't wait. Uh, Alon, any final questions before we let him go? No, man, I, I can't wait to dig in deeper to your music. Like I said, I'm a big blues fan. I love people like Chris Duarte. I told you about Eric Tesmer. He's definitely a phenomenal young player um, and all sorts of other great artists. So I'm excited for this for sure, brother. Right. Check out the true blues song. Walter Trout plays a a monster solo on it. All right. Thank you. Uh, Walter Trout from Can Heat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bob Party. final thoughts? I just want to thank Chris for coming on and uh, spending some time with us, man. Really Bob, what a joy. That. Thank you for thinking of me. And um, let's uh, let's let's do some, some dinner. Let's do some chocolate in Nashville. Oh, always a pleasure hanging with you, my brother. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Chris Barnes, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you, thank you. You're all more than a woman to me. I want you to know that. <laughs> Man, I really hope he does come to Cincinnati. That is going to be absolutely outstanding. What an interview. Yeah, yeah. for sure. A true entertainer. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, yeah. I was like picturing the uh, the Blues Brothers movie the whole time I was looking at him. Like, you know, you can see if they were going to do another Blues Brothers movie, there you go. Right there. There's your actor. He's already ready to go. I'm sure he could write the the script too, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, let's get back to music, Alon. You've got uh, two yes. more picks. We each have we have six more songs to bring to you. That we do. This is the latest from Sweetie. This is a perfect club song, prime time, get people drinking, spending some money. This is Shot O'Clock, the latest from Sweetie. Look back at it and bust it. I'm the one that made it by you working just to touch it. Make them hips rock. Drop it down, get low. You a bad bitch. One shot, two shot, three shot. So smart. And such a great song for the strip clubs, you know? I mean, even to get that uno, dos, tres part in there, you know, for our Spanish-speaking customers was very, very <laughs> cool as well. No, I um, I was going to pick that one as well, but uh, that's the one that uh, Alon said. Uh, he picked it before I got a chance to do mine, so uh, you beat me. But, yeah, I think that's um, that's one of those. I mean, it's it's not going to replace Little John's shots, but it's, it's definitely going to be uh, – it's definitely going to encourage some – Alcoholic consumption. Lots of it. Shots, please. Yeah. Bob Chiapati. Well, Sweetie is a is a wealth of uh of great strip club songs. I think we've had her on strip joints music at least twice in the past. Now we gotta get her on the show. Now we gotta get her on the show. So I'm gonna make a pitch for that. And <laughs> maybe next month we'll have her on. You never know. Yeah. You Stay never tuned. know. But great song. Great song. Good. Uh, Bob, why you got the the attention of billions? Oh, billions and billions. Okay, so this next one, um, I'm I did my uh, yearly 
trip up to uh to saratoga we've been doing this guy's you know excursion saratoga track and boating and golfing and all that type of stuff uh same group of guys been doing it this is our 32nd year wow and yeah it's it's a uh, and a lot of interesting music industry guys and uh what do you call it one of the guys works at q prime which is metallica's manager they do uh, red hot chili peppers and i was you know just catching up with them um and my buddy Brant and and I said, "What's new?" He says, "Well, we just picked up this band." Hmm. And uh, and he goes, "At first, I wasn't sure, you know, but then I got on the phone with the leader of the band, and we spoke for two hours, and he's awesome, and the music's awesome, and wound up managing him. And hmm. I had a little, what do you call it, uh, stint with the, you know, or interaction with the uh, with the band." Um, back in 1997, I believe, when they played uh, my Foundations Forum convention. Oh, wow. Probably the most and, famous bass player in the world, too. There you go. And uh, and and I agree. I mean, the, what do you call it? He's, he's a sweetheart of a guy. He was a total gentleman, just wanted to be a, a musician, didn't want to be the superstar that he is. And uh, in case you haven't guessed, I'm talking about Keanu Reeves and his band Dogstar. And uh, he's got a new record out. And I think this song, I, you know, when I, after he told me, you know, he was ma he was managing, this song came up in New Music Friday. And, or maybe, no, I think it came up on my re release radar. And uh, I listened to it. I said, this is a great uh, strip club song. So see what you guys think. It's called oh, okay. Breach by Dogstar. Some strip club rock right there, man. That That's is a love rock. drive of a right man. In the I pocket. love the energy right of in the it. Pocket. Alan, yeah, man. I, it was giving me Stone Temple Pilot vibes. Uh, that was yeah. that's a cool track. Uh, and you know, I don't know if you've ever seen a video of Keanu playing in his band live. He just put the band back together after a pretty long hiatus, uh, and you can just see the joy he gets playing, man. Like it's got to be a cathartic release to be on stage, not being Keanu Reeves, where he's not the focus. And, you know, they're obviously coming up with some cool tunes. That's a great track. Uh, I really dig that. We got to get Keanu, if you're listening, and I'm, I'm sure you are. He's probably a great <laughs> listener of the show. Uh, come on the show. Talk to us about music. We won't even bring up the acting thing. I promise. We're going to talk about music with you. You wouldn't you know. Go. I would bring up acting. No, I'll probably, he'd probably hang up on us. <laughs> Ah, cool. Well, Bob, that was a good one. Let me um, let me get my uh, my second pick. We still have four to go. N. L. E. Choppa. We were uh, Alan and I were trying to figure out what how that was pronounced and what that is. Choppa was his nickname uh, growing mm -hmm. up. He grew up in Memphis, by the way. Choppa was uh -huh. his nickname, and N. L. E. stands for No Love Entertainment. So I had to do a little research on that. Um, he had a song. What was this song that we that uh, actually made the bubbling under? What was that called? Uh, no um, octa, not something about a booty. I know it was Automo Booty. Automo Booty, and it was on. Uh, it's on this current uh, bubbling under. So NLE Choppa's got another one. This one, I think you're going to recognize the hook line on this one. It's called "It's go. Getting Hot," and uh, you're definitely going to know the hook line. Oh, come on, shake that monkey, put dick in your life if you're lonely. Bring a friend, cause I know that you want me. Uh, give it to it till the morning. Uh, love when you do that there. Pretty face, small way with your feet in the air. Like uh, love when they stop and sell. All the ugly bitches looking like that ain't fair. Like uh, hood bitches when they hell. Get the seeds with them long ass fingernails. Like uh, hold up, uh, give it to me. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, it's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. I don't know. To me, I love it, but I'm gonna get you guys uh, for your opinion, Alan Fong. Well, now it's gonna be harder not to call him Nelly Chapa. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fine, but the original is better. He didn't really do anything different other than change the verses. But so, you know, but what it does is it brings that song back. So you know, I mean, it's it's good for Nelly too. 
Yeah, but then why wouldn't you? you just, it brings back the original, which is just a little bit better. I like it. It's I cool. like it. Well, you and I have different. The original is great. On that you know for so. clubs, I you know I don't think they have to change a song completely. Just you know, a lot of artists are doing that, but I like it. You're iffy, Bob. Break the tie. I like it too, and I and I you know and I understand what what, what you're saying, Dan. And I agree. It's like you, you can you can take a classic song and revitalize it and bring it back to the forefront you know because now it's new it's in it's in all the new playlists and people are rediscovering it and i bet a lot of people go back to the original as well but here's another re reimagining of the song um even though like you said it's not drastically different but uh but i think he did he does a he does a cool a cool take on it oh and we still have three songs left and we're going to bring those to you right after this Hey everybody, this is Ricky Rackman, and you're... Oh, hold on, let me do it as a strip club DJ voice, okay? Hey everybody, this is Ricky Rackman, and over here on stage three, you are listening to the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network, and now you know why I was never a DJ in a strip club. Three songs left on Panda Off the Charts, the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network, Danny Myers. Bob Chiaparty, Alon Fong with you. We've got three songs left. Alon, this will be your final pick of the final three. What you got? You got to go out with a banger, man. This is the latest from Side Piece, all capital letters. It's called What You Need. This is not a cover of an NXS song, correct? Correct. <laughs> siren in the background when you listen to that in your car you always immediately look for the rear view mirror uh that would be my only complaint <laughs> about the song i like the song i like side piece i just i hate driving paranoid down the road danny why would they the be coming after you you're a nice back guy speaker and you just instantly look i mean come on don't tell me you haven't done it no i don't okay. worry about the popo I'm not doing anything wrong. Danny, what are you doing wrong that you're worried about the popo, I have sir? ridden in a car with you, dude. You got no clue what a fucking speed limit is. Yeah, they, they let me go. They don't care. They like me. Bob, Chia Party. <laughs> it's, it's a cool track. I'm, an, uh, I'm, I'm along with you, uh, Danny. I, uh, whenever I hear a sunny kind of siren, I think I've done something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I could be in, I'm always innocent as hell. Guilty. Make a different, exactly. You know, it's like I, I've got... You know, I, I, if Davis strapped me up to a lie detector and he said, what's your name? I said, Bob Chaparty. He goes, it would go, you just buzz right away. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's an alias, apparently, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. We'll find out Italian his, his new name, his real yeah. name. There you go. <laughs> okay. Well, Bob, uh, what are you uh, going to bring us for you? Uh, the second to last song of the show, your final one. Okay. This one is by Lyle and Baby Bugs. It's called Just My Type. And again, this is one I tripped on. I didn't have a chance to even look up anything about the band, so I can't give you any uh, real info. Besides, I think it's, it's a fun song. It's a great song for the strip club. So see what you think. And Lyle is L-Y-E-L-L. -L. Put your finger on the trigger and you're aiming for the middle. Speaking voice reminds me of Upsall, which is uh, you know an artist that you've been working uh, quite a bit yeah. here, and that I like. Yep. I I like that. I do. And, and like I say, the first thing I thought of was Upsall, a little rockier, but um, the vocals uh, in it, yeah, a lot. And the hook is perfect for the strip clubs. I mean, you're just my type. I mean, come on, that's exactly yeah, what Sweetie made every hit guy sitting in the, sitting in a chair in the strip club wants to hear, right? And probably does hear <laughs> a lot, even though it may necessarily be all that true. That's the fantasy. That's, that's the fantasy. fantasy. She's not right, really thinking about track. her grocery list. Right? That, that, 
That's a great pop rock track. That's fun. Reminds me of like uh, early 2000s Paramore or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, love the voice. Cool track for sure. Okay, one song left. I don't normally go last, but I went last today because I'm going to pick a uh, a slower song, a down-tempo. Uh-huh. I mean, we always talk about, you know, music having to have energy, but there was a time and a place for the down-tempo. Some clubs play it all the time. I play it in the earlier parts of the night and uh, at the very end of the night. But this is um, definitely a lap dance song. It's... um. Usher, 21 Savage, and Summer Walker. It's called Good, Good. Sit back and picture yourself getting a lap dance. Maybe at the Stripper Olympics to the lap dance competition. Maybe I'll get the song in that show. Let's find out. I hate that we didn't make it to forever. Probably ain't getting back together. But that don't mean that I can't wish you better. We ain't good, good, but we still good. Okay, the dance is over. Alan Fong? Yeah, I almost picked that track. It's a good smooth really? R&B track. There's not enough of that left in the world. Uh, what happened to good R&B, man? Uh, yeah, I agree. It's an end of the night track or beginning, you know, uh, beginning of your shift type thing for sure. But it's a great track. Usher's always good for that sort of vibe as well as his upbeat track. So, yeah, I'm a fan, man. And, you know, I can picture DJ Mike D getting a hold of that and doing something with it, giving a little bit more thought. Maybe I'll message him after we're done with the show. There you go. Yeah. Bob Chiaparty, your thoughts? I, again, I thought it was a good one as well. You know, the slower, slower, smooth lap dance was always the, the best, I guess, right? Yeah, there we go. Okay, so you've listened to our nine tracks. You listened to our interview. We want to know what you think. We have a Facebook group called What's Hot in the Strip Clubs that we would love you to join and uh, get on there. This is uh, a place for you to give us your opinion, uh, talk to other people that uh, listen to our show and a lot of artists and remixers and things. What's Hot in the Strip Clubs on Facebook. Also, Strip Club Hall of Fame. Get your votes in, stripclubhof.com. Alon Fong? Yeah, man, I uh, got some thoughts I want to share with everybody to uh, my Ohana in Maui. I got my sister living there. A lot of great memories in Maui. I've recorded the show when I'm on vacation in Maui several times. My chest tattoo was done in Maui. So to all the people in Lahaina and Kihei who have passed and have loved ones who are still missing, over a 1,000 still missing, we send our love. And, hey, man, stay the hell away from Maui. They don't need you there. They'll let you know when they're ready to have visitors and guests uh, right now, they got to rebuild and take care of themselves. So do the right thing by Maui. And uh, our thoughts and prayers are with all of you guys out there. Aloha and, and uh, mahalo. Well said. Bob Chiaparty? Um, Just want to say thanks to all you guys. Appreciate your, uh, your what do you call it, you're having our guests on and uh, and helping us promote new music with uh, with Strip Joints Music. Appreciate it very much. There you go. And just a reminder, all of the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcasts, including the Panda Top 20, Bubbling Under, Off the Charts, Classic Remixes, Flashback Friday, Strip Club Music Hall of Fame, Behind the Curtain, Rock and Pod Recap can be found at whatshotitsc.com. Thanks for listening to Panda Off the Charts. Presented by the Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association. Now you know what's new. Get a full list of tracks from this show and previous shows at pandaoffthecharts.com. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz. 
and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.